0: Once upon a time when we were coloured, just the other day, they say, a quarter of Londoners have changed the way they speak to get a job and climb to that chosen career's peak. And I get that because it's true. The way you come across is how people see you. But does that mean we have to scrape off the black in the way we look, the way we think, and, God forbid, the way we act? Never mind the way we walk, never mind the way we talk, does it make a difference if you're still black at the end of the day? You can't hold that back, and yet it would be remiss of us, wouldn't it, if we didn't explain to the youngers doing it that they need to be able to switch real quick, from street talk to the Queen's English, especially if they want to get to the tip-top in a job interview they don't want to hear no hip-hop but that's what my mama said once upon a time when we were coloured. But back then, I was only a kid and wasn't that bothered. She told me she didn't like the way we spoke. I said, please, mama, please. mamma, is just pure jokes in the Cockney translation. Cockney's not a language. It's only a slang and was originated. Yaso in England, the first place it was used was over East London. It was respect for the different style pronunciation, but it wasn't really used by any and any man. Me say strictly con man, also the villain, but threw me full up of lyrics and education. Right here now, you are go get a little translation. Cockney have names like Terry, Arthur and Del Boy. We have names like Winston, Lloyd and Lee Roy. We ball out Yao. While Cockney say, oi. What Cockney call a jacks, we call a blue boy. Cockney have mates whilst we have spa. Cockney live in a drum while we live in a yard. We say, nyam, while Cockney get capture. Cockney say, governor, we say, big boucher." In Cockney translation, said Smiley Culture, the late great, you should never underestimate the power of the language we create. And even Miss Lou, who was born exactly 100 years ago, said we had nothing to apologise for in the way we watch our P's and Q's and speak the Queen's English. She put the pride into the way we chat labrish without any apology. Hear how she tells her story. My auntie wrote, she say, that it boil her temper and really vex her for true any time she hear anybody style we Jamaican dialect as a corruption of the English language. For if that be the case, then, then they should call English language corruption of Norman French and Latin, and all dem Tara language, what dem say that English is derived from. Did you hear the word? Derived. English is derived, but Jamaican dialect is a corruption. What an unfairity. No massa. Nothing no goso. We not corrupt and dem derive. We derive too. Jamaican derive. And of course, Miss Lou is right. And yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, and yet, here in Britain, black is regularly viewed as corrupt. If it's not somebody thinking that we must have done something to drive a nice car, or that we're always looking at war, and even Stormzy looked suspicious to his posh neighbors who were kind of superstitious. So they dialed 999 and told the feds they suspected a crime, because black people weren't supposed to be able to afford to live in that area without some folks feeling paranoia. So, you see our predicament. Even though we're innocent, is it time to stop sounding like immigrants? I spoke to my sparring partner Swazi, the voice of BBC Sounds and a representative of all the Utes around our town. (laughs)
1: So when I'm, person. sometimes I'm a teacher, sometimes I teach English and if I'm in the library and there's kids, black kids, white kids, whatever kids, and they're talking too loud, I'm like, oi, you need to shush because this is a place of study and you need to respect what, what we're doing right here. But if you're out and you're, you know, doing whatever outside and you're with your friends and who am I to tell you to shush? No, not at all. But yeah, there are certain contexts with certain rules to be applied to. So
0: tell me this. You've been teaching the kids English, so how yeah. come they can't speak it?
1: You know what, uh, um, we're, we're bilingual. We speak classroom talk <laughs> when we talk, culture bilingual. talk as well.
0: Bilingual, <laughs> what, English and... And
1: rubbish,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She said it, she's the English teacher. She's the one teaching all of that. No, no I
1: think, yeah, this, black people are bilingual right, to a certain degree. So you get yeah. into the job interview, and you're speaking one way, Mm. but when I come home, and my house is a caribbean household there's no way i'm talking in the same frame you know so yeah i think but there's an element there of, of two y- languages but y-
0: you say black people i cannot tell if i'm sitting on a bus which i do occasionally and some of these youngsters are speaking in this rubbish way that swazi <laughs> was just explaining i cannot tell i genuinely cannot tell if it's a black kid or white kid you you tend to think oh there's oh, a black kid behind you and you turn around and like, oh my
1: word!
0: <laughs> oh my word! Some middle class white kid. <laughs> yeah, is
1: that's that true. cultural
0: appropriation then? Is it, you know, you're appropriating our rubbish speak? Is that cultural appropriation?
1: Are we appropriating that? I, I, well, I think for the, for the kids that are going to school, you want to fit in, don't you? And if language <laughs> is going to accept you, and if you sound like the rest of everyone else, then I don't know if it's culture appropriation there, because I don't know if that in and of itself is a black thing. I don't so know if saying wh- what
0: is being a black thing then. What is it? What is
1: um, it? There are sure. certain terminology that you know you would have because it's a dialect from such a place. Mm-hmm. But the average slang that we throw around today, I don't know if that is a, a if that's nailed down to culture or if that's just nailed down to the way we are today, because slang changes. What you said.
0: How, you know, in go your on. day. Yeah, go on, tell me some of the latest slang. <laughs> oh so no, you can tell us some of your latest no, slang. What was no. you saying
1: so, in your day,
0: Don? I, I want to be down with the kids. I want to be down um,
1: with... It's me. lit. Do you say it's, that? It's what? <laughs> <laughs> it's lit. Like, this show right now. It's lit? It's lit, yeah. So. What's that mean? It's really good, like...
0: So, yeah, but that was, it's dope.
1: Yeah, it's dope. You can say it's dope. You still
0: say dope? Yeah, we say dope.
1: You still say dope? Oh wow, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: you nicked that off us lot. (laughs) And you used to say peng. It's yeah, y- you, you can, peng can say peng. Yeah, it's a painting. Yeah, you see, I'm down with the kids. She was
1: average. She's a painting.
0: She's a peng. She's definitely peng. <laughs> not not uh, a
1: peng. A painting. A
0: peng ting. So you can't just say peng. No,
1: you, it's the adjective. It's so it's you a painting. Okay. But peng she's making
0: ting. pee, isn't she? <laughs> oh, she's, she's making, making pee. She's making pee. <laughs> she's peng. She's making pee. Yeah. And I can't illiterate that anymore. Oh that video's lit as well? Yeah, it's
1: very lit. As good. well as
0: everything else, it's lit. The video's lit. God, I'm, I'm, I'm learning fast, man, but <laughs> it gets better with each with each moment. Okay, back in our day, I'll tell you one thing we used to say that nobody says anymore. Enough respect. Do you remember that?
1: Enough respect, yeah. Do people a lot of still my say that? that?
0: Enough respect, yeah. yeah, one of the old school people Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say. yeah, yeah and yeah. buppies, do you know what a buppy is? No, I don't know what a buppy is. You do know what a buppy is? No.
1: She,
0: she doesn't know what a buppy is. <laughs> he didn't know what lit was, <laughs> so
1: hold on a minute. She
0: does not know what a buppy is. <laughs> Can you <laughs> believe that? <laughs>
1: What's
0: it? a buppy? You don't know what a buppy is. Oh, you know
1: what people do this all the time? is like you don't know believe, a word and then they say. I can't just,
0: believe you don't know what a buffy is. I don't think
1: you know because you're not doing me Of course me it
0: I know what a buppy is. What is it I'm not going to tell you because I can't believe it. You know what a yuppie is?
1: A Yuppie, no, I don't know
0: what a yuppie you don't? is. No. What's a yuppie? Genuinely, you don't know what a yuppie is. No, I
1: don't know what a yuppie
0: is. How can you be an English teacher?
1: What do you mean? Like I know I've heard of the word, but I don't know what it means. You don't
0: know what a yuppie is? When you put
1: this on Facebook, how many people know what a yuppie and a yuppie?
0: How can life how can language have <laughs> changed so fast? <laughs> That this generation doesn't know what a yuppie is. So a what yuppie. Is it,
1: what's a yuppie,
0: Dot? Well, if you don't know what a yuppie is, you clearly don't know what a buppy is. You're not,
1: you're not being very lit right
0: now. I can't lie I'm to you, not. Don, I can't not. lie to you. I'm <laughs> absolutely flabbergasted. <laughs> and do you not know what a yuppie is? Do you know who John F. Kennedy was?
1: Yes. No, I'm, I'm should... just checking. Do, okay, well tell them what a buppy is. Well,
0: a yuppie and a buppy is younger than John F. Kennedy, yeah? Okay. Is jo- John F. Kennedy was assassinated 55 years ago. Yeah, he was. Yeah? But Buppies and yuppies came out as words just twenty-five years ago. You don't know
1: what they are. No, I don't, and I still don't know what they are, do because you
0: won't tell me. So I can't tell you. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing to have to tell you. <laughs>
1: what so, is was,
0: it? you don't know what a yuppie is. No, I don't know what a yuppie so is. A yuppie is. <laughs> okay, you don't know what a yuppie is. Are
1: we actually gonna just move on now? Do <laughs> you know what? Shall I don't think of words for you, Should Should
0: I, I tell her what a yuppie is? I
1: think so. Please. I'm, I'm putting the suspense
0: Let on. me know if you think that I should tell her what a yuppie is.
1: <laughs> and a buppy, please. Okay,
0: a yuppie. Young, upwardly mobile person. Oh,
1: right, okay. Yeah,
0: emerged in the late 80s, mm-hmm. a phenomenon, and they put the words together uh, to <laughs> spell out yuppie. Mm-hmm. And a buppy is a black version of a yuppie. Oh,
1: brilliant. There yeah. you go learn something
0: every day. I feel old. <laughs> no, you old, old.
1: <laughs> old. I
0: feel old. From the old school. so don't
1: worry about
0: Yeah, it. yeah, god. But th- this is this, we are one community separated by Ooh. culture maybe and by language.
1: Yeah, I don't think separation to d- a huge gap between us. I think some things definitely run through generations. Yeah. So the idea that, But not you know,
0: yuppie. Yuppie doesn't. <laughs> no, maybe
1: some of these words. Yuppy doesn't. Lost. It does. <laughs>
0: yuppies and buppies don't. Uh, do yuppies no. and buppies still exist?
1: Yeah, buppies still exist. <laughs> you,
0: still, you reckon they still exist? <laughs> yeah, I But think there's no probably. word for them. What do you lot call them then? If you don't call them buppies?
1: Um, freelancers. <laughs> you freelancers. Just, you know, creatives and making sure that Creators. those people
0: are, are doing things. Yeah. mobile black people just call.
1: Yeah, people just pick themselves, I think definitely in this day and age where education is so expensive to go to uni and loads of people are working multiple jobs because you know you can't just be a a, a one-time hit wonder on something. So yeah, loads of people are mobile, loads of people are getting up and thinking I'm going to start this business, I'm going to learn this skill off of YouTube if I may add and loads of people aren't going the, the traditional route now, so yes, I do think. People are up and coming,
0: yes. So what do you call somebody like uh, Chris Eubank, who (laughs) has got, as we can see here... They're calling him a chump. They're calling him a chump, yeah, that's out of order. I wouldn't call Chris Eubank a chump. How can they call him Boxing Chump?
1: Chump, yeah, that's that's not a good title at
0: all. It's not a nice... And this is why they're calling him Boxing Chump. He has a dodgy plate on his 160K Bentley. So he's driving... He's driving a Bentley that costs £160,000. With the t- Come and on. Exactly. Come on, that How is... How can that be? Are they jealous of what's him or this? what? What's The
1: sun. But you, what? It is the sun.
0: They're though. haters. That's <laughs> not a faker. They're haters. Because what's wrong? How many times do you see uh, a brother? Let's be real now. A brother driving a 160K yeah. Bentley. Does he deserve? He's come out dressed, looking smart, sharp as ever as Chris Eubank does, driving a 160,000 pound Bentley. Um,
1: he can have anything on his license plate. I It mean... doesn't matter.
0: He's got I, IKO. Yeah. What's
1: wrong IKO, that? IKO, yeah. What have you One got on
0: yours?
1: 1KO. <laughs> <laughs> not go in there? <laughs> that was a low
0: blow. That was a... That was a low blow. It's all right,
1: we'll forgive you, we'll forgive you. But yeah, yeah, calling him a chump is a bit much.
0: You know what? In a way, I'm thinking you had £160,000 and you spent it on a car.
1: Well, if you've got a lot of money, then maybe it's hard to spend it all.
0: You see, you're that kind of a woman. No, not at all. What what kind
1: of a woman am I,
0: Dotton? £160,000 could feed a whole country in some parts of the world.
1: Yeah, but then he might look at you and criticise for how you spend your money. Isn't it all
0: relative? Yeah, but mine's like £160. Pounds. <laughs> yeah. is this is £160,000. That's
1: £1. 60, so actually, I think, actually... Actually, <laughs>
0: funny enough, genuinely, my car cost about less than half a percent of what his costs. Really? Yeah. And
1: yeah, you can well, tell, you
0: can tell, can't you? <laughs> well,
1: your number plate <laughs> isn't the same <laughs> as his,
0: either. So. And good old Chris Eubank, he's not going to respond to this chumpy business. He's actually going to be able to... Uh, held his head up high because he's got a 160,000 pound Bentley. So, so the 160,000 doesn't sound expensive for a Bentley, actually, it's a baby Bentley. (laughs) I think it is actually, it's not the Bentley Continental. You know, I I know the difference, as you can tell. Uh, This is a baby Bentley, he's got, it's a bright green baby Bentley. Uh, but it's only £160,000. So it's the cheaper version of a Bentley. But and if st- a
1: white man had the Bentley with whatever he wanted to, do you think yeah. he'd get the same stick?
0: Well, he might do. He might do if it's the kind of white guy that the press love to hate. Okay. Do you know? It, the, the culture that we find ourselves living in, hmm. in newspaper world, newspaper land, is a culture about...
1: Just ridiculing
0: people. Ridiculing people. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, th-
1: I think I think you can't win. I think sometimes, like he's obviously gone out and bought his car, yeah, and not thought no one's going to call him a chump. Like he's going about his own business, thinking this looks but really good. you don't
0: know the background to this. Do you know what he used to drive before? <laughs> no, what did he drive before? He used to drive one of these monster trucks. Oh, okay. Huge so monster, like a truck truck.
1: But he probably got ridiculed for that, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because so there now was nowhere, nowhere to, to flip call. and yeah. <laughs> On
1: top of someone and else's he car.
0: He drove it outside Downing Street once and started pulling the <laughs> horn. And come on, if, yeah, that you, is... if you act like that, you're going to get the of Mickey course. taken out of, of you. Of
1: course. But then yeah. he's downsized. I thought, oh great, I'm going to be okay now. And they still come for him. So, yeah.
0: Should there be a law win. then that we should never ridicule, no newspaper should be allowed to ridicule black people? How well, about that?
1: I think black people are some of the most funniest people I know.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we're very we quick tell. on the mark, you know. We can, we we're very tell. witty, so yeah, we you know. We can tell one on two jokes. <laughs> so we can tell very,
1: very well, you know. So I don't know. I think in this culture, anyone is target. Anyone is target. So just you have to watch what you do, don't you? Yeah. Or Shrug it off.
0: But are we targets because we're funny, or are we perceived as being arrogant, or cocky, or you know, silly, or? Uh, too clever by half or, you know, um, the the fact that we earn money and then we spend it on cars or whatever. What are we being ridiculed for? What is our ridicule? You know, with the Irish, they used to be ridiculed for people uh, assumed that they weren't as intelligent as other people. It's completely racist. I get that. And I wonder whether some of the ridicule that we face, we face almost on a daily basis in newspapers, particularly black people who are successful. Yeah. I wonder to what extent that ridicule is also um, based on some kind of
1: prejudice. I think a lot of it is, is having to do with not expecting a black person to do as well as they have done. And so you would take the mick out of them to reduce their success in a way that doesn't, like encourage them and say, oh, well done, because the world would actually love to mock them and, and throw them down because they're equal to or above someone else who was expected to achieve that, didn't, and has been beaten by by a black man or woman. So I think a lot of that actually sometimes is stemmed in, into that sort of racism. Is it, is it jealousy?
0: Is it jealousy? Is there something to be jealous? I, I don't know what there is to be jealous about black people about. What is there? What, what do we have that anybody would be jealous about in any case?
1: Huh? I don't know. Yeah I think, that, I think jealousy is a massive thing. I think yeah? sometimes when a black woman or a black man achieves something that someone would have thought a white person would have been in for, it, it's so hard for some people to say well done, the, the thing they want to say is oh well it's because you did it or it's because there's some way of excusing their success rather than just saying Well done for that. You did really, really well and I'm proud of you. That wouldn't leave someone's mouth as easily as it would a a joke or a comment or or something to, to detract from that.
0: We didn't do our little dance.
1: No, we didn't do a little dance. We did it off camera, though.
0: Breakfast in yeah, bed. It's Blubble. such a clever name. Did yeah, you, are well, you the
1: magic behind this?
0: No, you're the magic behind this. You will be. Dina. Now,
1: Don, do you believe in prophecy?
0: Uh, prophecy? Oh, yeah. I remember that was a group in the 70s. <laughs> it's a reggae group. Or was that the song? Prophecy. I don't know, no. Don,
1: I don't know about the, the group there, but I will I'll, tell I'll you. I believe in
0: the song and the group.
1: Now, I think she may be a little prophet. You know, 14 years ago, she yeah. scribbled underneath a picture, I want to win the Olympics and yeah. here she is holding gold medals, gold triple medals.
0: gold, triple, triple gold at the Sorry. European Championships. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's so inspiring though. And
0: she's from Hackney. Yes. So she's what we would call a home girl, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. To say. She's a home totally. girl. There she is, Dina Asher-Smith, Beautiful. She's gorgeous. But it, it, how how proud does that make us? Why should we be any more proud? She's a representative of Britain, but she's also, I suppose, a representative of Black Britain, which is more yeah. important.
1: I think Black Britain and also the fact that she's so young. Mm. So for a lot of girls, Black girls in particular, who, who struggle in school to have any sort of Positive imagery.
0: She's even older than you.
1: Yeah, no, she's not older than me. (laughs) Just, just a little bit younger than me. But she's all over the newspapers. I think that's a fantastic image to wake up to in the morning.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful image. And the great thing about this, these are Britain's four athletes for the relay who won gold. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you what, that's a representation. Of this generation. People knock your generation, Swazi, yeah. but they're doing it for themselves. You know what this things. picture
1: screams, Dutton?
0: What's Oh, it screams, it, it does. It actually does scream. scream. It says,
1: Yas Queen. Can you give us a Yas Queen?
0: Yas <laughs> Queen! Yas Queen! I
1: love it, that's a fantastic image. What it, it should well, have done. said
0: was, keep on running. <laughs> Amongst other things. I've got a story for you, Uh, though. It's an interesting one as well. Um, We're going to talk about Boris later on. I thought before. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. yeah. We have to talk about Boris. Before we get to Boris, though, this is an interesting story. It's about the fattest boy in Britain, fattest schoolboy in Britain. Yeah, this is what it said. Britain's fattest schoolboy pleads for help as his mum blames the NHS for his. Plight. He's a binge eater. His name's Kion Fritz Marriott. He's just five foot one and a half inches and he weighs 17 stone. It's a good job I'm not still a schoolboy, isn't it?
1: Well, you were saying off camera a minute ago that you do have the same hairstyle.
0: It's a good job I'm not still a schoolboy <laughs> because that 17 stone <laughs> is sounding rather like light to me. But anyway, that's another story. But it's a serious issue though.
1: It is, really this is, serious. And,
0: Look, this is Chiron. This is Chiron. Young boy, fattest schoolboy in Britain. His mum is blaming the NHS. And the story goes on to say that uh, his mum says that the NHS has not sent any kids into a scheme, uh, a weight loss camp scheme, because it costs £4,000 or so. But. Do we not have to ask, how did a young boy of that age get to be 17 stone?
1: And where does the responsibility lie?
0: Well, it's easy to blame the parents, Mm -hmm. isn't it? It's easy to blame the parents, but is it always the parents' fault or is it the food manufacturers? Because I know your generation are addicted to this chicken and chips (laughs) and apparently you can get chicken and chips uh, and uh, a saveloy and a couple of pickled onions and a gherkin and still get changed from a pound
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a really cheap meal isn't it?
0: In certain places
1: uh, But, in but certain that's places. the thing, like, you want to eat healthy but there actually aren't that many options there, What? If you, well, look how many Morley's are on the road as opposed to, I don't know, healthy eating alternatives so if someone who's in school what would you expect the school children to be doing? I know when I was at school, people were knocking down chicken shops because, you know, and it wasn't just about going to eat. It was a social club after school. Loads of people would just go to the chicken shop to socialize you're That's from where we used to used to you're, you're
0: from the Caribbean, Swazi. Used to hang out. I am from the
1: Caribbean.
0: You're from the Caribbean, and you're telling me you went to a chicken shop instead of going to. Ma Caribbeans, Caribbean takeaway. Are you serious?
1: Well we didn't have one in, in Ilford, Gancy or the Then you time, have to go so... a bit further. <laughs> yeah, we so would have had to jump off. on a bus.
0: Okay, but the options are also healthy eating.
1: Well in school in... you don't know what they're being fed. Like when I was at school, our school dinners weren't weren't the top of the range really, so I'm sure that's not healthy. Is
0: this a government intervention though? Is it is it about the government intervening and making sure, like Jamie Oliver's saying that you should eat better at school, teach children to feed themselves and to cook their own food, and that'll make them healthier?
1: I'm not blaming the parents, but I also think it starts at home. I mean, my mum and dad are brilliant cooks, so at home we always ate our vegetables, ate our fruit. That wasn't strange to us, so by the time we got to school, it was like, where's the veg? (laughs) Why are we not eating that?
0: Although, when I was at home, I had to cook food. I didn't, I wasn't fortunate enough to have sisters around at the time. (laughs) So I had to cook my own food from the age of seven. My father showed me how to make food and then left me, abandoned me to (laughs) feed myself for the next...
1: Toast, beans on toast.
0: Actually, I was the best cooker of rice in my house. Oh, very am, good. After so many years. <laughs> Look, we can talk on the phone inside a cinema. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That might be kind of part of our culture. Oh. We talk and we talk loud. That might be part of our culture. But sometimes when there is some prim and proper English women around, we need to hold it down, mate. Or oh, do
1: we need to hold it down?
0: Oh. <laughs> That's her culture. Be very prim and very, very proper. Mm -hmm. And we went to a cinema together. It was Odin Leicester Square, for those of you who know London. That's the premier cinema in the whole of London, I suppose. Odin Leicester Square. Been there forever. And we went to see, I remember it was the an interview with the vampire, this is some time ago, it's probably about 20 something years ago now, okay. but you see, an in, the inter, interview with the vampire, starring Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. and you know, mobile phones had only just started coming out at that point, point. Yeah. and um, there's a woman talking on her mobile phone in the cinema mm-hmm. as the credits go up, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I knew what was happening. And I saw, I was sitting next to my friend, and I saw her turn around. And I was like, No! But it was too late. She turned around and said, Do you mind not using your mobile phone inside of a cinema? And the woman on the phone
1: said,
0: You didn't ask me the important question.
1: What did you do? Was
0: the woman on the phone black?
1: Oh, gosh. From your face. So
0: the woman on the phone said, where do you think this is? South Africa.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. No way she did.
0: <laughs> I don't even know if Nelson Mandela had been released at this point. I genuinely don't remember that. Gosh. But yeah, where do you think this is? South Africa.